Patrice, have you had any stage Vegas mishaps yet? <laughs> Funny, you should have. Ah. Yes, I have. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just last night, as a matter what? of fact. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we are talk about that shortly. <laughs> so stay tuned. M. Oh. with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Well, let's chop it up. Okay, so Latrice, all right, let's just get out of the way. What is the mishap you had on the Vegas stage? <laughs> Did someone throw pearls down on the stage? No. Like in the movie Showgirls? So what's, it's a combination of things happening, right? So like, um, the shoes that I'm wearing... Um, I have really gotten broken in during the show. Uh, okay. And the fact that, like, my body's sh- shrinking, so I guess my feelers get... Whatever the case may be, my shoes are starting to flop off my feet. <gasps> no! They are. So I gotta get some elastic. I'm gonna have them fix it today and get elastic to put, like, so they stay up. But, bitch, and the finale... <laughs> the finale last night... <laughs> We go up and down these fucking stairs, and literally, my shoe comes off my foot oh. as I'm going up the stairs and get stuck. So I'm like teeter and totter and trying to get my shoe undone. Oh, <laughs> and it's like to, hanging from an ankle strap or something? It's, no, it's just hanging from the top of my foot. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like the heel had clicked off. Like it's somebody, you know, uh, somebody step on the back of your foot. And, oh, so your, your heel, heel come out of the shoe. Yeah, the heel come out the shoe. So I'm trying to go up the stairs with my heel out the shoe and just this front part on so I can kind of scoop their foot up to get... Girl, I managed to get up the stairs. It was not graceful at all. I can't wait to see the video footage of this. Baby, because I almost toppled down backwards, bitch. I was like... No, this is not going to end well. Oh, my um, God. But, so, yeah, I'm up there. Yeah, it was scary. So, does anyone have video of this? Is there is there <laughs> video proof of this? Someone I'm must sure. have been filming. <laughs> if anyone was at the Vegas show where Latrice's shoe came off, can we please, please email it to us? I want to see this. Okay, first of all, I'm so sorry that had to, you had to deal with that, but it's that kind of part of like the joys of going to a live show is that you get to see things that you only that audience gets to see. Oh yeah, only that audience, and hopefully it won't see the light of day because uh, that was yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh, one you of the worst. The stairs, the, the, the stairs are scary enough, and then to have your shoe come off while you're going up, and then you still have to finish the show like. Miss thing, like Ooh. all the thoughts that are going through my head, like okay. Did I'm you get your finish. shoe back on? I did get it. I, w- I was able to wiggle it back on at the very end when we're up at the very top of the stairs. We have to hold this pose, 
And so we're just holding. I'm like, girl, I'm talking to Kennedy. I'm like, girl, my shoes off, girl. I'm trying to get it back in my foot. And finally, we're like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Because I got to go back down the stairs. Oh, and so that would be a very big issue. Oh, this thing. Just shoot. Just gone. But we we good. Okay. (laughs) We we survived. So... How, does your shoe not have straps? Like, it how does, does not have straps. Ah, uh, see, I feel not. like Latrice, we need to get you like proper like shoes with straps because like you're a showgirl now, so you need to have yeah, like need dance shoes. On. Yeah, we need straps, strap-ons. Um. <laughs> yeah, strap-ons. Yeah, that, it's that kind of show. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, double-headed strap-ons. strap-ons. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Um. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Well, yeah. um, add some straps to that shoe or, or buy some new shoes, girl, if they're getting well, stretched Well, that part out. too. Yeah, they are Honey, a little bit of uh, vaginal ones. rejuvenation makes, the, <laughs> makes the, the shoe a little tighter. Girl, you're going hard on this, on this st- Vegas stage. Baby. Ooh. Yeah, if only you knew. It's true, though. Well, at least you didn't fall down the stairs, girl. That's next that's next week. <laughs> okay, everyone, when you go to Las Vegas Live, you've got to make sure that you have your video cameras out at all times because you never know when Latrice's shoes are going to fall off. It's true. It's true. <laughs> this is what I tell you. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that girl. Is so... Hilarious. It happens. It happens. Mishaps happen, but it's how you recover, right? So yeah, I mean, there's really ops. Actually, like, there's nothing you can do. Like, you just kind of have to be like, okay, the shoe came off. You know, you know when you see like um on fashion shows where you see these like skinny little like models and they're like wearing like these like platform shoes and then yeah. their, their ankles are like oh, oh my, my god. god they're like little baby deers. Oh. <laughs> Did I not send you that video yes. of the girl? <laughs> She looked like a freaking transformer when she fell. She was like, <laughs> "See, maybe you should not have sent me that meme in your shoe." To I on. know, right? Karma. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. We're all laughing at the poor like oh model God. on the runway, and you know, Karma comes back. Definitely, bitch. I've had that. I've had that happen to me, girl. I had these really amazing strappy shoes that I had bought for like $25 like years ago when I first started doing drag. And I wore them everywhere. And tell, I'll let you know, like one time I, I thought I was going to do a little eight, eight count, a little 16 count at the dance break. Bitch, I stepped forward with that, you know, that first, you know, when you're like, you're going to start bucking. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. I'm, I wasn't going to buck, but I was going to pretend well, I was... like I was going to buck. <laughs> Bitch. The shoe exploded. Like the straps what? were flying, girl. It was what? It was a cheap shoe, girl, and I had been wearing it for months. Well, doing yeah. So it was. She done already done had her. She already shoe done already done had her. <laughs> oh my! Gosh. Oh my god! That is hilarious. Oh, but you know the world is crazy, and we Ooh. are plagued with ignorance and stupidity and all the stuff that's going on and it's just horrific um trying to have a good decent pride but we can't really fully celebrate when we have shit going on that yeah so heart disheartening the u.s supreme court overturning roe versus wade 
where we are now leaving it up to the states to decide whether they are going to allow um, safe abortions. Like, why? how is this a topic? Of, how is this a thing? Like, in this day and age, with all that's going on, like... Um, how, here's how it happens, oh, because gosh. we have a corrupt government. We do. We do. And, and, like, and I when, honestly, like... <sighs> This is what this is really what I like really makes me upset because like people left the Europe to come here and start this new country so that we could be separated from uh the from religions to be free to to do our own religions and we're now using religion um the Christianity specifically yeah to um uh, he's using to Bullshit. manipulate manipulate people's um, way of life. Yeah. And it doesn't work for everyone. Like, everyone is not a Christian. And, you, like, this woman that said it the best, like, your religion shouldn't dictate how I choose or to use my body. It's not for you to tell me who I can love based on your religion. It's not for you to tell me I'm going to hell based on your religion. And it's just like... That's the part that's just so ridiculous. Like, this is why I don't do organized religion. I'm spiritual. I'm in tune with who, who my higher power is. And my higher power doesn't see this. Yeah, this is not the really, way of... Oh, girl, but here's what it really comes down to. It really doesn't come down to religion at all. Like, no, religion is just money. the excuse. And it's really about money and power. Because... Money, power, if and you race. If you think about it, like... There's so many people in on this planet right now, and you know, like they're trying to take control. They're trying to maintain control by keeping people poor, by trying to make sure that yep. people aren't able to succeed in life and get educated. Um, it's a way of holding people back by basically forcing them to have their babies because yeah. ultimately, like we all want to fuck. When it comes down to it, we're yeah. just animals and we just want to fucking reproduce. But if you, um, uh, it, it costs like 5000 to like $15,000 to give birth in a hospital. Like most people don't have an extra fifteen grand just laying around to pop out a baby, let right. alone feed their kids, clothe their kids, send them to school. And then, you know, like... Then we're also like it's not just not just the women. It's like then you have to have like men who have to like now pay child support. But they don't. It's whatever. But, it's but a it's form of control. Lot, yeah, it is a form of control. But it's it's all it's all bullshit. And it's, it's all scary. A it's so it's scary like, to see that we're we're step we're walking backwards. Backwards and like let's get more guns and. Have more babies, but the key of it is that if you um, understand the real reason of the abortion laws, it's because it's like seventy percent of the abortions are from white women, and they were saying that if you want to control and keep the white population, the majority in America, then we need to have these kids we need to have the 
You really think that you? Oh, that that oh, does make sense because the, there's a whole thing. Uh, the whole I just saw this lady do an interview about the book about the uh, yeah yeah. There there these are the things that are in place. So the the because yeah, like uh, America is growing, and yeah. because so, but, we aren't giving uh, you know like there's more more black people, more Hispanic people, more Asian more, people, more, and like yeah. we are. Um, so we're becoming the majority really quickly. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's it's the bigger so problem. But these old ass motherfuckers in the Supreme Court, like, they're not even going to live long enough to be waiting around for like... That part. But they're, the, the, the future of this country is in their hands right now. And, and client, so they're trying to maintain white yeah. supremacy. Yeah. Is that what it Correct. is? Yeah. And By telling we, white people it, that they can't, they have to like carry their And then you have Uncle Tom's to, like... Clarence Thomas, who fucking is in there and like, what the fuck are you doing? Now he's going to try to come for us. No, Mary, we have fought too hard for our rights. Ooh, because yeah, now he's saying like, gay Mary, he wants to like, baby, turn back. You don't want you don't want this fight from us. You don't want this heat. I promise you, you don't want it. Like, no, ma'am. So honestly, like, I've spent like ever. I woke up and I saw that and like. I was just sad for. It's just sad. I was sad for like I'm been sad for like a week just like, because of this. I, I, yeah. it makes me, it makes me sad. Like I, I know like there are a lot of people that are like enraged and they are fighting for this right now. But like for me, it just makes me sad and it makes me like, it makes me give up a little bit. Like it gets it, a little bit. But this is the time where we really have to band together and the LGBTQ plus IA community. We love our women. We support our women. Our women support us. And we need to make sure that we stand with them and not behind them, but in front and on the side and make sure that we are, because we're going to be next and we're going to be needing that. We're going to be, if we're going to put next on the docket, we're going to need support and help too. So the bottom and main uh, message of this whole story is to use your voice and vote people. You're not going to make change happen without using your voices. So you got one, use it because we can't go backwards. We, we've worked too hard for this. So <sighs> now we well, don't usually get, we don't, yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't usually get like mm-hmm. political on the chop here, but like, dang, let's take a break yes. so we can like, yeah, let's go to inbox. Still. Hopefully there's Ooh. no like abortion topics <laughs> no. in the inbox, please. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about like something else. <laughs> We'll be right back. Let's get into our inbox, Latrice. This is from Adriana. Um, Hello, Latrice and Manila. I hope you're doing great. We are. Thank you. Here is Adriano. Um, greetings from Brazil. Um, I'm a big fan of the pod and the mom network. On the Meet the Queens episode for Canada's season three, I noticed you had a little struggle with Miss Moso's name, so I decided to write the Sadilla Sadilla on Mo. Oh, it, that's the that's the the C with the little thingy under it. The mm-hmm. Sadilla on Moso's name is a graphic sign which comes below the letter C, making it sound like two S's, as uh-huh. pronounced in disasso- disassociation, for example. It comes before A, O, 
or you, and never in the beginning of a word. Okay. Well, mm, in Portuguese, oh. the word moço means boy, guy, lad, being used to refer to men. So I guess her name is a play on gender since miss is normally used for women and moço is used to refer to men. Thanks for reading. I hope I have helped. XO, XO. Come on, all the way from Brazil giving us like Portuguese lessons. Like, yes. But but it's all, yeah, I live. I live. I live. I live. Well, thank you for that. Because, no, I I mean, we got to get a little bit more versed in our. Well, honey, I thought we were like I thought we were uh, were good on having to learn Portuguese because there isn't a Drag Race Brazil just yet. A, um, <laughs> there isn't Pablo Vitar's Drag Race just yet. <laughs> but um, maybe there's not a Drag Queen Drag Race just yet. So I've been kind of holding on on learning a new language. Come on, man! Thank you so much, yeah. Adriano. But um, I'm still trying to figure out. The French accent, or the Canadian, French-Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, well, let's go to our next email. We have another one um, from Anonymous. Oh. Um, hey, Manila and Latrice. My boyfriend and I went to a wedding last night. It was a very white wedding, and I was the only non-whitey. Um, the bartender <laughs> remembered my first drink four hours later, and my boyfriend was amazed. He said, wow, do you remember because he's the only non-white person here? Later on, he told me while we were on the dance floor, baby, come on and show us your Asian dance moves. Ooh. There's no such thing. Um, <laughs> well, depending I on try- what part of Asia you are, I'm sure <laughs> Um, I tried to say uh, that those weren't funny jokes, but I didn't know how to just explain why he can't say those things and that's and that it's almost hurtful. Mm. His comments didn't sit right with me, but I don't know how to express why. Advice? Um, he's made comments like this before, like during dinner with my family or with his family. Um as a joke, he said that his mom hasn't cooked spring rolls before until he, we started dating. Uh, see, this is not going cute. Um, <laughs> and then his family laughed and started asking me for permission if they can take some of the, of the spring rolls or um, if it's just for me. Oh, my God, how rude. Some of his comments felt too small and harmless at the time, but I typically don't say anything in front of people to avoid conflict. Um, well, I mean, I totally understand Um, anonymous, Asian anonymous, I'm assuming. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. As a Asian person growing up in a predominantly white community, um, I totally get like how weird it is to like be the only person that's not white in the room, you know? But yeah, it is kind of weird that we have to like, I mean, it's, you stick out. You you don't even have to bring up, you don't have to bring the topic up because everyone has eyes so they can see that you're not white. Yeah, clearly. You know what I mean? I've been there. I've been the only Asian in the room too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um... That is, I mean, that's kind of hard. It, it's a lot of, like, microaggressions that I'm seeing. This is what those are playing out to be. And the thing of it is, is that um, if this is your, you said your boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you gotta let them know that it's not cute. You gotta let them know. Like, uh, it's it's a no-brainer. Like, when you don't want to be called something, you tell them. You gotta teach yeah. people how to treat you. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Period. Like, conflict or no conflict, it's gonna be bigger conflict later, and you shouldn't be going around feeling um, bad or having your feelings hurt um, with these tired ass jokes yeah especially when you're the only when you're the minority and you're the only minority like yeah it's not like i know i don't know it's it's really difficult i mean especially coming from your boyfriend yeah you know what i mean so you have to start on your boyfriend like you you can't you can't really hold his family accountable or like the, the other attendants. That part. Yeah. But like the fact that he says, Oh, do you only remember them because they're the only non white person here? Like that's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, or like show me your Asian dance moves. I mean, like that's, that's weird. That's the, show me your white dance moves, punk girl. No, that's the, no, the white dance <laughs> moves is the, don't fuck, get me going. Uh, uh-uh, that's the fucking chicken. Well, the, the little chicken. That's a white people dance moves. So yeah, maybe, uh, well, maybe they wanted some, like a little bit more flavor in some of their dance moves, but um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's so awkward, but yeah, I think, the best advice would be just to be honest with your boyfriend because, yeah, yeah maybe you don't want to have conflict, but you're going to have this little tiny conflicts every time if you don't speak up. Yeah. You so know what I mean? And just out, say baby. all of this because, you know, they're not funny and you're not, you're not, not. you're not like a little like Asian monkey to dance for the, to entertain people no boo boo you're we're all there to celebrate someone's wedding we're all there to dance there's no difference between your dance moves and other people's dance moves that so part. so don't you don't feel like you have to you know you don't have to take that shit boo Mm-mm. let him know that it's hurtful so he can stop you know what i mean but it, if you don't if you yeah because if you don't if you don't let him know he'll never know he just so, thinks that, oh, yeah, it's a joke and it's, it's funny. Cool, and we can keep mm-hmm. making jokes like that. So, hey, this is not cool. Let me make me feel good. However, I will say that it is it is kind of nice to hear that his mom, because of you, started exploring different cuisines and, you know, integrating your, you know, spring culture. rolls and culture mm-hmm. and your food into theirs. Because ultimately, like, it is injecting our cultures and melding them together, which is what ultimately we want right but don't joke about it well yeah exactly so if um i mean obviously like they're not just for you they're for everyone because mom made that but like the joke was tasteless i guess <laughs> hopefully they yeah are they hopefully so the spring, are they so white I, that they've never had spring rolls before though well, i just hope <laughs> the spring rolls taste better than the joke that's all <laughs> that's yes, hopefully <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, let's take a break. We'll get back into more of our inboxes. All right, this email is from Eric. Hi, Latrice and Manila. My partner and I have been talking about opening up our relationship recently, and coincidentally, his friend's ex asked 
if we would be interested in a threesome. We're both keen because we both find him attractive. Um, however, during the lead up, he asked if he could practice with my boyfriend. <laughs> Girl. Girl. We were both confused as what he meant. And I wondered if he meant maybe the threesome was just an excuse to fuck my boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you have to like sit there and watch. <laughs> Based on the way he speaks to him about him and how he interacts with him, I'm certain he has feelings for him. Still, to be honest, I didn't have a huge issue with it because it seemed like he was equally interested in me. Mm. It was instant regret the moment it began. When they kissed, my entire body went numb. I couldn't mm. feel anything but anxiety mm -hmm. and sadness. From mm -hmm. that moment, I felt like an obstacle for his friend, and it didn't feel like he was too interested in interacting <laughs> with me. <laughs> Latrice is going through it right now. <laughs> Dang. After a while, it felt like I disappeared completely. They were kissing so deeply, and despite the fact that I was still there, pleasuring him too, he didn't take his eyes off him once or seem to react to what was uh, what I was doing. I had to leave the room because I was feeling so uneasy and undesirable. When I came back, they were fucking. I thought they'd wait for me to return before continuing. This hurt to see a lot. My partner and I had a brief chat after we got home. I told him I didn't enjoy it. But I was glad he did. Also that I felt upset because, but couldn't put it into words yet to talk about it. I want to speak to my partner about how he felt in hopes that it might, that I might be able to get rid of these uneasy feelings, but I don't want to come across as accusing him of anything, nor do I want him to feel guilty about enjoying himself. How do I word things without hurting him or accusing him? It sounds like to me, your whole entire existence in this situation is not healthy. You are worried about him. What about you and your feelings? Like, this is the thing that we're talking about and getting to the root of. You felt horrible. Let's, we know that he got his life. So let's talk about your feelings and how uneasy and why did that come to be? And why um, did you not get the same experience that they were getting? Like, those are the questions. We already know, you worry about accusing and hurting him, you're hurting. You're the one that's hurting right now. And you're the boyfriend, so and you get the, priority. You get priority. And so, like, from the start, I was going through it because, like Manila was saying, because as you're reading this, like, I don't know how many situations that we've encountered with things like this where it never fails that at some point, somebody is not going to be on the same page. And it looked like you thought you were going to be in for on the same page and you were like a team player. And then you saw immediately that this wasn't going to work for you. And that's when you should have stopped it. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I think, like, I think here's, I think here's, um, you guys are obviously new to this. This was the first experience and it can be very um, emotional especially when it's with your boyfriend. It's not just like if it if it was if it was just like you were the if you were the guest then there would be no problem. Right, it would have been But it's you and your boyfriend. You have to like you still are together at the end of the the orgy. Um <laughs> what you need to do is you need to set some rules. Okay? Um the thing about it is 
look, when you're in a threesome, there's there there's probably going to be one person that the the your guest star is going to be more into either you or Mm -hmm. your boyfriend. Okay. But I think what you need to um, discuss with your boyfriend is you are going in this with him together. So you need to set the the boundaries and the rules and you need to have like a little safe word. And he needs to know that like, if you aren't feeling comfortable, like this is something that you have to like immediately like nip in the butt because um, you shouldn't have to feel that way. Um, if you are, you know, having a little group moment, like you got the, the two of you should, should be like one unit when you are messing around with someone uh-huh, else uh-huh. and your husband, or your husband, your boyfriend, uh, and your partner should, um, you know, be aware of your feelings when they're, you know, doing their thing. You know what I mean? Well, the fact that it sounds like he didn't even pay attention to him when it was going on, like. Was he, yeah, he didn't even look up at him. He didn't acknowledge that he was trying to pleasure him or nothing. It's like, well, what the hell is that? Well, I Why mean, am I here? you know, like, so, so maybe if the, if, if this guy, if you're, if the friend wasn't as much into you, um, the least your boyfriend could have done was to like take, some time to like to include you in the moment even if it's just the two of you um interacting you know what i mean because it's like i don't know like it should it should be like equal but that's why threesomes are very hard so that's why i would suggest foursomes because then at least there's like another person there (laughs) so like the odd man out you can't be the odd man out if there's if there's another person for each of you so um i would say for you uh eric um do do uh four or more if you (laughs) damn damn well it makes sense though i mean you don't be the third wheel But then it would that would really suck if then like all three of them are like into each other and you're still the odd man out. Then that's like, then what? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it's like, ooh, girl. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you definitely need to talk about talk to your boyfriend, your partner. You need to establish some boundaries and 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 rules of the game if you're going to be playing with the other people. Yeah, because it can. If um, you don't have that, if you don't have like, uh, and and the thing about it is like you might not have known this is how you were gonna feel because you correct. say that you both find him attractive, so you're like, yeah, I'll fucking suck yeah, his dick, fucking let's yeah. do this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but um, you need to ha- have like from this experience, you've now learned like this is these are the things that don't work for me. So like, add that to the the discussion. And don't mm-hmm. be don't be afraid. You know what I mean. If, Do if not you're be hurt, afraid. You're hurt, and then let your let your boyfriend know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, honey. Girl. Um, next email we have from Lori. Hey, Latrice and Manila. I have a question. So before Drag Race, I'm sure you did. Um, you all had your hometown clubs and bars that you would perform at. Um, but after Drag Race, you all have traveled the world and worked in so many different clubs. When clubs reach out to you, do they, do you research the oh do you research the club? Are you like send me pictures of the stage and size, room, dressing rooms, 
Um, is there lighting, etc.? And how do you determine the legitimacy of a club, Lori? Well, that's a good question. Um, all those things are in my contract that are like first and foremost: lighting, sound, dressing rooms, fan. All that stuff is in um, in the writer. In the writer. Yes, so, right like, next to the all all like the red roses and the, the red M and M's. M and M's, like it's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Really, through word of mouth and like all the girls, really we talk and and compare notes and know who who's turning it and whose club is not turning it. If you have to chase your money for these people or not chase your money for these people, um, so that like weighs a lot. Um, it's, well, well, for me, like I have, um, I have been the first drag race queen. A lot of times for a, for many clubs, I'm like, okay, I guess like I'm the, I'm popping the cherry for a lot of promoters, a lot of clubs. I've done this quite a lot in many cities around the world. Um, so yeah, it is always kind of scary, especially because like if you're the first one, you don't know what you to expect. Our booking managers they they really do help a lot with determining a lot of that stuff. Like they ask like what the like how many people the capacity, the capacity of the venue mm-hmm. like how much ticket prices are like all that. you know they, they let you... like all of that yeah so for the most part but i i think at this point like most places understand that you you kind of have to have like a, a stage I, I mean in the begin in the early years like i've literally we showed up to a club to there. yeah i was always... just having to pick up a paycheck i don't care <laughs> yeah. if you just put me on a go-go box like i'll yeah, do yeah. it I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't care if you're, if I'm not in if I'm not even if there's no spotlight, there's no lights on me, I'll still do it as long as that <laughs> paycheck comes through. <laughs> that was the yeah, that was the back in the day. But now we pick and choose. Um, at least I know I pick and choose a lot more than I used to, like especially like when it comes to clubs because I don't do them so much anymore. Um, I definitely pick and choose, and you either have to be a long-standing standing mm-hmm. client that I've been going to repeatedly, or you have to have an amazing venue and you're paying my fee. So, so like those are the things now. Or but, you have to be in a in a in a city that I haven't been to before. Like that oh part, yeah, I like, like oh I've oh I have to do a, I have to do a gig in in Tokyo, Japan. I've never been there. Let's well, do it. I've never been there. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, it's a yeah. There are rules to the game, for sure. Definitely, for sure, for definitely, sure. definitely. But it's sometimes it is a gamble. Like trust me, <laughs> trust yeah, me. You like show I up to it. Never. What did I go to? I say I'll never go to Corpus Christi. Something like that. I think it was Corpus Christi. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Corpus never! Christi. You're not getting the, the trees over there anymore. <laughs> Well, thanks, Lori. And everyone else listening, send us emails at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. We might read it here on the podcast. Let's take a break. Each week, we highlight our tops and chops. Of the week. Now, earlier we got into an email about a threesome. So this week we are going to chop our chops and our tops and um, 
of our celebrity hall passes. <laughs> Which celebrity oh. or celebrities, plural, we would like to have a whoopee with. Okay. And not necessarily like a Whoopi Goldberg with, even no, though. <laughs> definitely not. Because <laughs> Molly, you and Danger Girl. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, okay. I don't know if it's, okay. a, if it's a top end of chop, but I guess we just list because like, definitely I know like there's lots of people I won't have a Whoopi with. So no. those are all my chops. I won't go into specific just in case they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, Latrice, what celebrity would you would you be like, Christopher, I know I love you. We're going to be married forever. And, you know, what's mine is yours. But I have to have sex with this person because they're my I've, s- I've only, I've said it. There's one. And it's Janet Jackson. That's my celebrity hall pass. Like, I've said this forever in a day. Like, Janet is just, like, but it has to be, tie me up, tie me up, Janet, you know. Oh, Velvet the, Rope The Janet. Velvet Rope Janet, mm, yeah. When she got all sexy <laughs> in the, in the uh, 90s. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Mm. The Velvet Rope Janet mm. can get it. <laughs> For sure. Mm. Um yeah. I love that. Would you do the dance? Like, dun, 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 on it. Yeah. As long as she does the, the if, the if dance on your dick. Okay. Who would you do? Who wouldn't I do, honey? I know. Uh huh. Oh my God! It goes on. That list goes on and on. That celebrity hall pass should just be like <laughs> Sam's Club membership, honey. Ooh, let's see. Um, I would love to have sex with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. I feel like he could pick me up and throw me around and make me just feel like a woman, honey. I mean, or a little twink. Little... I don't care. I, whatever. <laughs> I just want to get all up on him, oh, honey. Yes. Yeah, Cameras yeah. too. He can oh, wear he can wear I'll the film. Scorpion King costume. I want to get <laughs> fucked by the CGI Scorpion King. I don't. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ow, he's okay. so fine. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That. And then okay, how much time do we have left in the podcast? Because I can probably find some more. <laughs> oh baby, uh, who else do we want to have sex with? <laughs> um, let's see. God, there's so many. But see, on the male side for me, also, I had a crush. I had a huge crush for a long time on Morris Chestnut. And I'm going to tell you, because I thought he was taller. (laughs) 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 Then I found out he wasn't as tall as I thought. And I was like, aww. Oh, how tall? I'm I'm googling this now. How tall is Morris Chestnut? Uh, Morris Chestnut. Six foot, five eleven. Not height. Let's see. I'm googling it. I'm googling it. Um, Morris Chestnut is six foot. Yeah. See, that's not. That's well, that's tall. That's That's not not, not for you. That's not tall. I'm six four, so I'm thinking he was six five, six six. That would be a whole different thing. Mm. So, okay. Too short. 
<laughs> too short. Well, maybe if he wears heels and you were flats. That could work. That could work. That could work. That, that could, could change work. up the whole I scenario. Mean, okay, so my maybe husband, we my husband it. is so much shorter than me, and in bed he is the he is much taller than me. Yeah, that's different. Like Christopher, mine is shorter than me, and that don't matter. But like in my head, this whole fantasy that I had in my head, mm. he was this tall, six foot five, six foot six, built, delicious. But uh huh. Or maybe in your mind you were a petite five foot four. <laughs> Back of me too. That is, that could also be a part too, you know. Okay. Yeah. Not petite. <laughs> oh my no, god. Man. Well, I mean, there could probably be another like episode of me just rattling oh. off all oh, the people could, that I could sure. have a hall pass with. I mean, mm. damn. Ricky Martin, uh Enrique Iglesias, Mark oh. Anthony, all, all those uh all, all Latin, the Latin, Suave Latin Mentes, Latins, honey, pop I'm... stars from the from the <laughs> early two thousands. Yes, ma'am. Mm, um who else? else was, do, okay, well, we don't have time for all of my all passes. All, no, all. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I will. That's my chop. My chop this week is that uh, we don't I have can't think of all of pass. the people that I would have a hall pass with. I get it. Okay. Yeah, that's well. Good. Thanks so much for listening to the chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and every Thursday. And make sure you subscribe to our show. That way, you can rate and review us on your podcast app. You can send us an email. We might read it here on the show next week. Latrice and Manila at gmail.com. Email us now. Yes, and you can follow us. You should be following us already at Latrice Radio and at Manila Luzon because that's where we at. That's where we <laughs> at. The at symbol. That's where we at symbol. And we'll see you next week to find out who gets the child. Oh. Mom. To listen to The Chop one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. The Chop is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.